0: It was all about the journey. We get so hooked on, I need a big retirement or I need to make a lot of money. It's bold to book a one-way ticket somewhere and not know when you're gonna come back. I love living life that way. There's no plan. I'm just trying to embrace that part of the journey as much.
1: Welcome to the World Packers Show. My name is Jordan Patrick James. I'm so glad you're with us. We have an awesome show today. We have uh, Tyler on. He is a native from Texas living in Bangkok. We're so excited to talk to him and hear his story. Tyler, thank you so much for being on. How are you doing today, brother? Yes,
0: sir. Hey, yeah. Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate it, man. I'm excited to be on. I'm doing great. It's Friday freaking know, friday man. and i live in bangkok so who knows what's gonna
1: happen this week i know friday night for you friday morning for me man i love it <laughs> so uh let's go ahead and get into it ken um you know texas native and you're living in bangkok uh that's quite a little uh little distance away can you bridge the gap of uh how you ended up in uh in bangkok and how your volunteer travel life started
0: yeah man it's a hop skip away from texas right um over over the pond as we like to say i You know, what's crazy is um, I was stuck in just like that same routine that everyone gets into where you're, especially during the pandemic, everyone's working from home. You're limited. You're stuck. You feel like, what's the purpose to life? Um, And I just finally one day, I was actually talking to a life coach. Crazy enough. I was talking to a life coach. And I was like, "I'm I'm just not happy. Like, I'm making all this money. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm working for a big tech name. And I'm just not happy. And she's like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, you know, I've always wanted to go to Thailand. And the only reason is because all my buddies in college, a lot of them have gone. and They're like, it's crazy. It's cheap. You party your brains out. I'm like, you know, I, I'm getting older. I haven't really gotten a chance to do that. I mean, I'm not old. I'm in my 30s. But I was like, I got it. I got to do that. And she's like, all right, well, then book your ticket. And so that night, I booked my ticket for the next week. And it was not the cheap option. I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't plan it right. It cost me like a thousand bucks for a one-way ticket, which you can get way cheaper usually. But um, I did that because I just said, you know what, like, I'm just going to do this. And I messaged her the next day. I was like, yeah, I bought my ticket. She's like, no way. She's like, that's never worked. People never actually go (laughs) and do that, like big of a jump. I was like, yep, did it. So I came over here originally to work remote in Bangkok or in Thailand. And just kind of jump around for, and I did that for almost two months, fell in love with the place. It gave me just enough of Thailand for me to realize, like, this was my place. Like, I needed to come back some way, somehow. Um, And about a year went by, and that job came to an end. Uh, Tech was doing all these big layoffs, and um, when I first came out here in that that time frame, I had a friend that told me about this volunteer opportunity she went and did in um, Copayan, where she managed a hostel for, I think it was about a month. And uh, she got to live there for free. They paid her, uh, or sorry, they they covered her food. She got free alcohol uh, because she was helping with the full moon party. And so she was pretty much just a party planner and would clean up the place and then they would have a place for her to stay. And she ended up meeting her boyfriend now that she's been traveling the world with there um, uh, for almost an entire year now. They live in Italy right now, I think. But uh, I heard about it first from that. So I just thought it was kind of like a party planner thing. Started to hear about it. It sounded complicated. And so when I came back out, I had gotten laid off from my job and I had nothing but time. So I uh, I had uh, put aside some money. Um and said, screw it, I'm gonna go out there. And while I was backpacking through Asia, I got to this point where I was like, I really, really want to volunteer. Like I, I I traveling's fun, but when you don't have like a purpose to it, eventually it kinda just uh it gets repetitive. It doesn't you kinda get um it's not as like, this sounds crazy, but it's not as exciting because you're not really contributing to anything. So I looked up World Packers, and it was really like a next day kind of opportunity. I was in Siem Reap, Cambodia, and they had a teaching English opportunity. And I messaged them that night, and they said, yeah, you can join us this weekend, which was two days away. So I literally was like, all right, here we go. And I had two more weeks left on my visa, or sorry, my passport, or yeah, my visa, and it was a good two weeks from there and that that's kind of what got me roped into this whole thing and from there i got a job here from there i got an opportunity to live here long term and now i've got lifelong friends up in uh thailand where i went and helped teach and open a school up there uh, because it just opened up so many doors and i just volunteered for two weeks right and it was crazy the projection that volunteer program sent me Um, And my friend, right? She's, she's still dating her boyfriend of a year, living it all over the world. It's just crazy. Like you take one opportunity to volunteer, give back, and it can just change your life. So yeah, I mean, sorry, that was a long way to explain. That's how I'm here right now.
1: No, this is, it's, you know, just, you know, to your point that one, you know, one single decision can launch you off on a journey that Lasts longer than you ever thought and goes deeper than you ever thought. Um, you know, a couple of things I want to you know touch on on your story is, you know, I like how you mentioned how you, you know, you're a tech guy. You know, money, you know, a high paying job usually isn't too hard for you to find. I'm sure whenever you you're know, really going for it, but sure. you still found yourself not happy. And I know with my journey around the world with World Packers, I met so many people from all different countries. Um, that had the same experience where, you know, even people living in Cambodia and Thailand, like local natives there, they go off away from their little village um, to a bigger city and are making so much more money. But then they end up coming back and start reinvesting into the little village because they're like, this is where I'm happy. I had to go off and I had to explore to make myself happy. Um, and I like how you're talking about growing into roles too. A lot of people we've had on the show, they are very surprised at the growth that they that they undertake as they go on this. A lot of times they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go to a hostel and I'm gonna volunteer, so I can just chill out for a couple days and then work a couple days and you know live the life." And that's really cool if that's what you want to go for. It is there? But then I see them so often starting to go into other avenues where they're like, "Okay, the hostel life is really cool, but." I wouldn't mind going out and helping with children and you know, you don't realize how much you're, you're growing when you have this time or when you're like devoid of these, like you said, these, these purposes while you're traveling, you start to gravitate toward what I think you, what people really love to do.
0: Yeah, it's, it's cool because like, and it really depends on your volunteer opportunity, but like I met so many volunteers during that. Um, some of them, you don't meet a lot. Some, you do meet a lot of people. My first stint in uh, Siem Reap in Cambodia, when I taught for two weeks, I met a ton. I think I met like 12 different teachers um, teaching English. But then when I went to Thailand, there was just three of us that went because it was very rural, um, very like organic Thai experience, like old school Thai experience. But there was only like three of us there. But I built really good friendships with them. And I stayed in touch with them. And all of them have gone on to do just... It motivates them to go back to life. They go back to school. They go back into you know, long, similar career paths of this. I don't know. It just yeah, you see it change people a lot, and it's it's crazy because in our minds you build it up as like this is so hard, this is so difficult, or you just gotta you just gotta go for it, man. Like I said, I bought my ticket the next week. I'd never been to Thailand. I didn't know anybody in Thailand. I said, you know what, screw it. I don't even know if my computer's gonna log in for work. I, I had no idea. I literally could have gotten to Thailand and been screwed because <laughs> I couldn't log in. I was just like, you know what? I don't care. Like This means more to me than these other things. And it, luckily, it all worked out.
1: Yeah, I think that's such a, a universal thing for a lot of people who are trying to travel for the first time. Um, I know for me, even with World Packers, which has such an extensive uh, customer service and they make it really simple, safe and and relatively easy um, for you to travel and get in contact with all these people. Um, really a lot of, a lot of my adventures and a lot of my experiences, I would get off the bus to where I'm at and then have a feeling of like, Oh my God, maybe I messed up. Maybe I took a step too far, you know, or, or whatever it is. And I had that kind of panic for a little bit, but then, you know, you kind of shake it off because there's nothing you can do. You're like, you know, what? I decide this is what I want. I'm going to make it happen. And then within about a week or two, you just you're like, okay, this is life. You know, you just it teaches you such a good adaptability and not to be afraid of the unknown. You know,
0: for sure, man. That's a actually I like how like how you bring that. The you know what's crazy, and this blew me away. Like I, while I was doing that backpacking for seven months, I met more women doing this solo travel than I did men. Don't get me wrong, I met a lot of men that were doing it too. But there was there's entire hostels just for women. That's how much of a business it is. That they have that many in this area of the world of women solo travelers. And I think I think that's one thing for women. They're always like, oh, I'm scared. I don't want to go by myself. If you're gonna go, I mean, at least here in Southeast Asia, there are so many backpackers um, that are solo women and are just living life awesome. And it's cool because you run into them, you get to hear. <clears throat> Excuse me. You get to hear their stories, where they're from. You volunteer with them at these world packer things, and yeah, I, I would, especially with world packers. I see majority of those were usually more women heavy than men heavy for for my experience, and so it's just cool. Like those are women that are overcoming that fear, and that's even another level that I don't necessarily have to deal with that I can't really put my myself in their shoes, but it's I mad respect for them. Right to overcome that and just be like, I'm going to go do this, even if it my everyone back home is telling me it's unsafe, don't do it. um, They still looked fear in the eyes and just freaking went for it. And some of the coolest people, I don't know, I just yeah, it's it's a lot of us are scared of it, men and women alike. But once you do it, you start meeting people, you start becoming a part of that community, Um, and then once you're in the World Packers community, like you just want to do it over and over and over again. It just gets, you realize how easy it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, One thing I wish I I'd utilized, I was talking to um, another previous guest about this, that even if you're in the States or wherever you're at, whatever country, check inside your own country. You know, there, it wasn't until I got back and, you know, started working on this show that I realized that there's stuff that in my own state three hours away that I can go and volunteer at a farm for a week just to get away or you know go to if you want to go to Colorado and you're like this can help you travel not like around the world which your country is in the world so if you're you know maybe a little hesitant or want to try it out or want to test it out and you're you know not as brave as Tyler and I and book a one-way ticket halfway across the world it, there's a lot of ways to start dipping your toes into it and start you know seeing how easy it is, so I really implore people to check out and go on um and see about trips all over near and far um something that I would do want to talk about from the la when we were talking last time uh I'm a huge reader, and um you and I were talking about the Alchemist, and I had just read that book um recently and it is it's so crazy how I think a lot of people have traveling at their heart. They want to travel early and then we let people put these little roadblocks in our way or we start building these little walls as to why we can't go and do these things. Why we can't be that world traveler, why we can't um you know be that person that has a story of oh you know I used to live in a little village or you know I went and worked and built a school in Cambodia or Bangkok. Um I think a lot of people have that at their heart and they start putting the stuff back in in their place. And it's so cool to see them finally go on this journey and then really uncover that treasure that's been in them the entire time.
0: Dude. I, I know we talked about this last time. I freaking love that book and I, I need to read it again since my backpack trick, cause I think it's going to hit home a little differently, but I'm, and everyone takes from that book what they, what they think. And I think that's what makes it awesome. Like you can take so many things from it. But, um, one of my favorite things at the end was when he, uh, he kind of finds out that all of, all of those things were just right there where he started his journey and it was all about the journey. And I think in life we get so hooked on like this final goal of, man, I need a big retirement or I need to make a lot of money or I need a, I need a relationship or I need to, I need to hit something. Whereas really the, I mean, it's bold to book a one way ticket somewhere and not know when you're going to come back. And I love living life that way because there's no plan. There's no plan. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to figure it out, but I'm just trying to enjoy and embrace that part of the journey as much as possible instead of like, okay, this is my end date. This is what I've got to do. I need to do X, Y, Z. Um, Just going and like enjoying it. And I think that's what the alchemist for me I just thoroughly enjoyed that part of it because that, that was a big reason why I ended up buying my ticket that, um, a couple of years ago and just saying, screw it, I'm going. Uh, it was because of that book. And I wanted similar experiences that he had. And even though they seem so kind of exotic and crazy out there, that, that whole journey for him just seemed amazing. And I, I feel like I've kind of accomplished some of that myself um, and really appreciate where I'm at now and where that's led me down.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm excited for you to reread that book. It gets—I it, read it when I was 15, and then re- recently reread it to my son as a bedtime story. And I was—it was, it no was way. get, dude, it was getting very That's eerie it. as I was rereading it, and been like, this sounds really familiar to my life and like how I kind of lived the last, you know, couple you know, couple years. And it's so exhilarating. Um, but man, we'll get you out here because I know you got some life to live in Bangkok at night on a Friday night. Um, but before you go, um, send us off. What would you say to any uh, future would-be world packer that is on the fence of going, living out this traveling dream?
0: I think Nike got it right. Just do it, and like you, you at the end of the day, it. I, it that sounds so simple, and I think people, as humans, we overcomplicate so many things. And I think we overcomplicate this big time i I, I was working at a job uh, it was a really fun job. Some people I was working for a company called Top Golf. It's like an entertainment venue, bars, restaurants. I did that be, before the pandemic. And I remember there was one girl my first year. she had just turned 30, and there was something about her visa that allowed her to travel for an entire year, but she had to do it before she was 30. It was like a visa scholarship thing or something like that. She straight up just quit her job. She's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna miss out on this. She straight up, and it was a cool job. Uh, we weren't making a ton of money, but it was like a cool job, and she just went in, quit, and said, "I'm gonna go travel for a year." Right, and I think it's taking that step of not knowing, and that's part of the exhilarating part, and I know that's some of the scary part for some people, but you just gotta do it man if if the rate right when you start booking things it's a domino effect everything just starts working out even if you have no idea what to do even though you have no idea what your hostel is going to be even though you don't know just buy that ticket everything else once you once you initiate that it's like a fire you know, or a, a match to a fire right once you light it everything starts taking off from there and you've just got to embrace it and hold on to your wrenches, man, because it's gonna be one hell of a good time and you're not gonna regret.